one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online radio show. Good evening, Akina. How are you tonight? I am great. How are you, Jess? I am doing awesome. And tonight is a really special night for Changing Minds Online. As many of you know who are followers of our podcast, followers of our Empowering Women series, we bring out a lot of guests on our series and I call to empower women. And once in a while we come across some really amazing men that we want to bring on our show and we kind of make some special episodes and special room for them on our Sunday night calls. And tonight is one of those nights that I'm just so excited and so honored to introduce one of my friends, um, Mark Musso. Mark is the founder. Yeah, the, he is the founder. He's the CEO of All Electronics Recycling. Um, he is amazing, a good friend of mine. We are both students of the Law of Attraction, and um, you know that's how we met. And we both really are trying to learn and how to manifest our dream lives. And Mark has been a mentor to me, and, you know, I definitely have come to him many times and said, Mark, you know, what do you think this block is for me? What am I doing wrong, or how do I fix this? And, you know, Mark is just amazing and really just trying to help me figure out how we create our reality. So, Mark, I'd like to welcome you to the call. It's an honor and a privilege to have you on the show tonight. And um, Thank you. Just, I would, Yeah. Thank you, Jessica. I'm so excited uh, to be here with you guys, and I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity to share with you and your your guests. Um, it's it's a pleasure. Um, I can uh, I'll just jump right in uh, if you don't mind with um, the first topic that I wanted to cover uh, is like you said how your reality is created, and I think that's important because it'll explain why the seven steps to manifesting your desires works. So uh, with that said, um, do you know anything about the subconscious mind at all, both of you, uh, uh, Akina or Jessica? Okay, well, uh, for the the listeners, anyone that may not know, um, my perspective is that the subconscious mind is what creates our reality. And so what does that mean? And I'll go into a little detail. Um, Basically, everything is energy and nothing is solid. Now, that might throw you for a loop. What do you mean? Nothing solid. I mean, you're sitting on a solid chair. You have a solid desk in front of you with a solid computer, right? But if you were to take a piece of your the desk or the table in front of you and put it under a high-powered microscope, what you'd see is that it's made up of nothing but atoms, okay? And so inside the atoms, you have the nucleus, and that's just got protons and neutrons, but basically it's just energy. There's nothing solid at all in an atom. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I'm so, following you so far. So, yeah. So, spinning around the nu- the the nucleus, the center of the atom, is what it's what's called an electron. An electron is spinning at a precise speed around the atoms, and it's vibrating or, or around each individual atom has one electron spinning around it, and that electron is vibrating at a certain frequency, which makes the atom appear to be the wood, the glass, the plastic, whatever it is that you are are looking at. So to, to cover that again, everything is made up of atoms, everything is energy at the smallest levels, nothing is solid. So does that ring true to you? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I know that, you know, not only is our desk energy and our floor is energy and our chair is energy, but something many of us may not understand or know is that 
we are also energy, and all those yes. atoms and electrons in our body are also vibrating. Correct. And Correct. you know, my understanding is that you know they can vibrate at different levels and different speeds at different times. Is that Correct. your understanding as well, Mark? Yes. So why don't exactly. you talk a little bit more about that and how does that well, affect this is- us? Yeah, this is this is exactly what Thomas Edison was referring to when he was referring to E equals MC squared. It means that energy equals mass. So everything is energy. That's the key to that. So now I want to go into a little bit about beliefs. So what makes us all um, believe something is solid, what makes us believe that the table is solid, is is simply from uh, a previous belief. So I'll tell you a little story to make it easier to understand. So... Uh, when I was four or five years old, I had this um, this big metal Tonka truck. It was like a tractor truck. And uh, they don't make them metal anymore because they're too dangerous for kids. But at that time, I had one, lucky me. So I decided I'm going to climb on top of this Tonka truck, and I'm going to climb into the top of the closet and see what's up there. So, you know, I'm only four or five. I'm probably like three feet tall or, two, you know, two and a half feet tall, however, however big a five-year-old is. Uh, so anyway, I climbed on top of the Tonka truck. And I fell over, of course, because it couldn't support my weight, and I had one foot on the top, and I just I fell over, and I, I hurt myself pretty bad. But I didn't know that I hurt myself until my mom ran in the room. She heard the noise. She heard the thud, the crash of the Tonka truck hitting the, the wood in the closet and, you know, all the noise. She ran in there and, of course, was a little bit frantic and then grabbed, ran to the, the kitchen to get the ice pack and all the bandages, whatever she felt she needed to fix me up. But again, I didn't know that I had hurt myself. I was just laying on the floor like, what happened? So what that did was it created the beginning of a belief in my mind that if I climb on top of something and fall off, that I could hurt myself. Um, So now if my dad was there, he would have picked me up and said, get up, that didn't hurt, what are you doing? You know, he would have created a block in that belief. Does that make sense? Uh, And if it doesn't, that's fine. Um, so what I'm trying to get at is that yeah, belief, so far. yeah, beliefs are simply repeated thoughts with nothing blocking them, no doubts, okay? So if you have a repeated thought, uh, let's say, uh, you know, every time I climb on top of something, if I fall over, I'm going to hurt myself, well, then that's my belief and that's what will happen. But if there's something that were to cause a doubt, like my dad going, that doesn't hurt, you can handle that, then that would also change the belief so that it wouldn't be as strong. So basically, beliefs form your perspective. And those beliefs, again, are repeated thoughts that you, that you have over and over again without any blocks. Um, so your perspective is basically the total combination of all of your beliefs. Does that make sense? Your perspective is the entire combination of all the beliefs that you have in your head and in your mind. And what that means is, is that we live, all this, all of this sums up to, we live in a huge field of energy which forms itself immediately into what we perceive. Nothing exists, everything's energy, but yet it all appears to be energy. It all, I mean, it all appears to be solid with stuff everywhere. And that's simply just the combination of all of your beliefs uh, coming through as your perspective. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah, um, right with you so far. Okay, so then another part of this is that your subconscious mind, it records every single detail of every experience that you have, whether you've imagined it or it's really happened in your reality. Your subconscious mind is like the storehouse. It's like the hard drive for all of your beliefs. 
And so in summary, your repeated thoughts form your beliefs in your subconscious mind, which then creates your perception, which then manifests itself immediately right in front of you as your reality in this huge field of infinite possibilities. It's basically the holographic universe. I've just explained the holographic universe and what that means. So I hope that you guys grasp that. I hope that that makes sense to the listeners and to you guys, um, that basically everything that you perceive to exist is all in your mind. It is based on your beliefs and only your beliefs. That's what's manifesting it. Uh, with that said, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer them now on that. Uh, but if not, I'll go right into why that will help and what the seven steps of manifesting your desires are. But did you have any questions on that portion of, of what creates our reality or how you create your reality, how your mind does it? Any yeah, questions I mean, at all on that? Yeah, for me it's making a lot of sense, you know, really that, you know, understanding that if we are all energy and if our beliefs are controlled by our subconscious mind, well, you know, like you said, to our subconscious mind, whether or not something has already happened, and whether or not it's history or whether or not it's something we kind of a thought we've implanted there, then if that's what's being manifested, well, then it gives us a lot of power because by controlling or really visualizing what we can see in our subconscious mind, we can really then exactly. create our own destiny and our exactly. own life and our own reality, <clears throat> as you exactly. would say. So that's awesome. So I would love you to got listen it. right to these seven steps and here. How do we go okay. about doing that? So the first step, uh, Jessica, is, um, is having vision or a chief aim. Um, having vision or a chief aim, it's basically a picture of what you want. You know, what do you want in this life? What are you passionate about? What do you love to do? Um, would you do it if, there were, if money was not an object, if all your needs were met, and you love doing something, that's what you want to find in your own life is, is, is what you're passionate about because that will help you get through the tough times, which you're going to have whenever you're starting out, say, a new business or, or whatnot, especially when you're trying to achieve your or, or are achieving your chief aim, uh, you're going to have setbacks. And so if you're doing something you're passionate about or something you love, you're going to keep going. You'll keep going. You'll work through the, the, the challenges. Um, so basically you'd ask yourself, what, you know, what, what, what is your life statement? What do you want people to say about you? If you're, if you're no longer here, life was over, what do you want people to say about you? And that's what you would want to focus your chief aim. That's what you'd want your, to be your chief aim is, is that. Um, and you also want to think really, really big. If you're going to create a chief aim, you might as well do something really, really big that helps a lot of people uh, rather than doing something very small, right? I mean, that's just, that's just makes sense to me. Um, and everything I've studied says to do the same thing. And a great book on that is called The Magic of Thinking Big. It'll help you um, to think outside the box and think really big um, once you find out what you love to do. So the next, uh, the next piece to having vision or, or a chief aim is having depth of vision. And what that means is, let me ask you, if I, if I had a pine cone and I, lifted a, I put a pine cone in front of us and I asked you, what do you see here, Ikena? What do you see here, Jessica, in this pine cone? Picture one in front of you on your on your table. What what do you see when you see a pine cone? Hmm. For me, I, I I don't know. I guess I would see it looks like a mini Christmas tree, but it's all brown. Akina, okay. what would you see with a pine cone? Akina's even less of a nature person than I am, so. Okay. 
Akina, what would you see in the pine cone, girl? Akina probably would run away from the pine cone, right? Akina? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, I'm kind of like uh, Jessica, you know, brown, has the um, different things uh, sticking out. Okay. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm definitely not in nature. <laughs> you just, yeah, you see the pine cone, right? Okay, so okay. what I would see, if you held a pine cone in front of me, what I see is the tree that it grew off of, the forest with hundreds of thousands of trees that are growing pine cones, huge amount of wood that could actually build the houses for 7 billion people. So that's what's called depth of vision. You have to have depth of vision so that you can take what you love and see how you can help the majority or the mass, a huge amount of people with what you love. So if you can develop the depth of vision uh, and do what you love, then you're able to, it will help you a lot through the, throughout, the, throughout the course of achieving your chief aim. And I say it like this, uh, it's better to aim for the stars and hit the moon, right, than aim for the moon and just, you know, go 100 feet up in the air. So that's the idea is, is having a, a, a huge depth of vision, um, the next step in, in having vision and, and creating your chief aim, uh, Jessica and Ikena, would be to create a goal board or a goal book. And in the goal book, what I would suggest is write down what your goal will look like once you've achieved it. What's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What's it going to smell like? What's it going to taste like? And what will it feel like once you've achieved your chief aim? Does that make sense? Yes, so does. what you'd be doing, yeah, you'd be you'd be – You'd, you'd have to imagine all of those things as if you've already accomplished them in your mind, and that will help you develop the belief that you've already done it because you're actually working on repeating the thought that you've already done it. So that's the, the key step there is having vision, having a vision, having a chief aim, um, and, and finding what you love, finding what you're passionate about, and uh, uh, creating a goal board and something for you to look at and see all the time. That's very, very important. One of the, the most important things that I did when I first created my success many years ago. So the second step is a desire. You have to have a strong, intense emotion for what you want. You have to have a burning desire. I mean, like, if you are drowning in the ocean and you want air, your desire for air is so great that nothing will get in the way of it. You want air, you will get air. You understand that kind of a desire? Yes. That's the kind of desire. If you have that desire, that will also help you manifest in, it will help you manifest your chief aim. So the third step is having belief, right? We've already covered that a little bit. Um but you have to have belief that it's possible and that you deserve what you want. Not only that it, that, it, that you can do it, but that you deserve it, right? It takes building self-confidence. And to build self-confidence, that requires that you do affirmations. You might have to do affirmations every morning. Look in the mirror. Write down, you know, I will achieve whatever your chief aim is. I am achieving my chief aim. I did achieve my chief aim. And affirm it in your mind or out loud in front of the mirror. Actually doing it out loud is, is more beneficial than just repeating it in your, in your mind. Um, so that's key, building your self-confidence. Which, which will help you realize that it is possible and that you do deserve to have whatever your chief aim is. And again, remember, repeated thoughts form the beliefs, so re repeat the affirmations over and over. Um, 
And just to just to cover a little bit more about beliefs, what what I've realized, what I've discovered is that beliefs are a blend of your logic and your imagination and your emotions. So whatever you believe, again, is accepted as fact, um, and you can use your imagination to create a belief. So uh, it, it all boils down to that. And again, remember that our our version of reality is a creation of our beliefs and our perspective. It all boils back down to that. So I hope that you're with me there uh, and that all makes sense. Um, The fourth part uh, of the fourth step of manifesting your desires is to accept that your belief is so. So now you've created the belief. Now you just accept that it is so. This is the way that it is. Um, and stop focusing on lack, on what you lack. When someone, if someone has a, a chief aim of just having a, a net worth of ten million dollars, and I know that money is not the only thing, of course, but I'm using it because it's it, it's top of mind. It's easy to use, you know, money or wealth as a chief aim. Um, but if you're if you're looking, your vision is to have ten million dollars as a net worth, or ten million dollars in the bank, or whatnot. You can't keep focusing on your bank account that has a thousand bucks in it. You know what I mean? You got to focus on your imagination, which has ten million dollars in your bank account. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we, what we have to do is stop resisting our desires by focusing on the current situation. Stop looking around at your current situation and going oh, this is terrible, or, or whatever negative emotions or feelings you may have about it, stop doing that completely. Forget about your current situation. Just believe that your chief aim is, is already, is it, that it's so, that it's done. That's, that's more of the uh, creating your beliefs, even though it's, it's a separate step. The, the fifth step, intention, um, is, is also having a strong focus on it being so. So you have to have clarity. You got to put the blinders on. Don't get distracted. I know we all have such busy lives. There's so many things to do, uh, but we got to put the blinders on. I know there's a lot of things that that we all do that we could that we could stop doing that are taking up a lot of our valuable time, like watching three hours of TV every night. You know, people say, ah, "If only I had more time to focus on my goals." Well, we do have the time. We're just not using it. You know what I mean? I'm sure we would all agree to that, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Another part of intention is having a determination and a passion uh, for it as well, just as if, again, if you were drowning and you needed air so bad you would do anything for it. That's the kind of intention that you have to have when it comes to achieving your chief aim. You will do anything to get air if you're drowning in the ocean, right? I mean, anything. Nothing will... You won't be distracted by TV. You won't be distracted by anything. You will focus on getting out of that water and getting air. Am I right? I hope hope you agree. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think so. The next step is is action, of course, Uh, but this is a different kind of action. You have to act like you've already got what you want. You have to act like you already have your chief aim. You already are living it. That may be a challenge. How do you do that? I don't have $10 million in the bank. How can I do that? Well, you can get dressed up. You can go to a nice restaurant and only have a salad. You know what I mean? You can, you know, and, and, and imagine that you're spending $2,000 on your dinner. That's fine. You can do that. You can act it out. In, in, in your own mind, uh, it starts creating the belief that that's the way your life is as well. 
You can talk about it as if you've already got it with your closest associates and colleagues and friends or yourself, right? You can easily talk about it uh, to a good friend. You know, I love having $10 million in the bank. I'm so glad I'm a multimillionaire now. As long as they understand what you're doing, you know, they'll, they'll understand, okay, he's just or she's just working on her chief aim. Um, another part of taking action is, of course, you do have to take massive, enthusiastic action. Massive, enthusiastic action doesn't have to be planned out, though. A lot of times, uh, people, when they think that they're going to, you know, achieve something great, they plan it all out, every detail, but it never goes as planned. Never. It doesn't. And there's reasons for that, because the universe doesn't deliver it to you as you plan it. It delivers it as it's being created by you from your beliefs and from everyone around you. So don't worry about that. Just follow your gut instinct on all the steps you need to take. So, for instance, um, you know you know you need to make a phone call or you feel you need to make a phone call to someone, do it. Just do it. Follow your gut on, on what steps to take in your, in, your, in your taking action. But do it with enthusiasm. Everything you do, do it with enthusiasm. Don't try to build your entire chief aim all at once. Break it into small parts, of course, because you can't build a brick wall all at once. You just build it brick by brick. Uh, but, again, in this way, with this method, you don't have to plan it. You just have to take action by following your instincts and your gut. And another easy one in taking action is just dressing as if you've already got it. Dress the part. When you dress the part, if you dress like you're successful, you're going to feel successful, and that's going to put out more. It's going to put more into your belief that you are successful. Um, so that's the end of number six. I hope that all makes sense to you. And yeah, on that note, one, Mark, you know, I, I do just want to talk about hmm. on that note of dressing for sure. success. You know, this uh-huh. is something that I used to do wrong, and I just want to bring this up because. Most of our listeners are women, and a lot of times this is an issue that women experience. You know, dress for success does not mean that you have to be shopping. I know I live in New York on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, you know, spending $4,000 on a suit on your credit card from Gucci that you're not going to be able to pay back. And 10 years from now, you're going to declare bankruptcy on. You know, don't do that. It's about dressing neatly to the best of your ability and dressing to succeed. Like, don't, you know, show up to work in sweatpants and a, and a t-shirt because, you know, you're probably right. not, you know, and I've done both extremes in my life. I've done the whole, like, I need, you know, and I've racked up thousands of dollars of credit card debt and some of which I'm still paying back and I'm being right. totally transparent to my listeners because I used to value myself worth based upon the value of the clothes I'm wearing. And, right. you know, I just want to bring that up to women on this call who may have you know, be experiencing the emotions I felt when I valued myself based upon the value of my clothing. You know, I certainly right. dress to be successful now, but I no longer wear clothes that are not in my budget. And yep. if it's in your budget to buy those things, then, hey, buy them, enjoy them, and right. thank God for them. But, you know, right. and these I just wanted to bring that up to women. Yeah, they, these yeah. these steps should not require you to go out and buy new anything. It, it's it's You're just acting as if you use what you already have. You know you have an outfit or several outfits that you feel really good in. That's all you got to do. You know what I mean? You, if you're a man, shave your face. You know what I mean? It's simple stuff. It's, it's basic, very inexpensive things, but they build your confidence, and you will start to imagine that you are the person that you, are, 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 that you would be if you were to have, to have already achieved your chief aim. So, yeah, don't, don't go out and, and blow lots of money on, on a wardrobe, especially before you've started making, you know, really, really good money. That's just that's, that's very important. I'm glad you, you, you touched on that again, uh, Jessica. 
Um, so the seventh, the seventh step is just allow it. Now, this is the biggest challenge for everyone is to allow, allow it. What does that mean? Allowing your chief aim to come to you means raising your vibration or your emotion so that you're passionate and enthusiastic and you have gratitude for the thing that you want as if you already have it. I'll say that again. It's raising your own vibration and emotions to feel joy, passion, enthusiasm, gratitude for the, the, the manifestation of what, you're, what you are aiming to achieve. Just putting out that vibration, again, uh, will stop you from having doubts. The key is you can't have doubt that you're going to make it. You, you, you have to get rid of the doubt. The doubt is what stops people from making it. So it's all about removing the doubts, and one way to do that is just by feeling great all the time, having passion, enthusiasm, and gratitude is a great way to do that. It puts you at a very high vibration. Uh, the next part of allowing it is just letting it go. Just know that the right people, the events and circumstances that need to take place, they will take place because the law of attraction is at work. You don't need to uh, force you know, something to happen you, the, if, as long as you believe in your mind that you can do it, that it is happening, and that you, you can see it as already having happened, you don't need to force the way you think it should happen into, you know, into making it happen. Because what happens then is you're cutting off the universe, which has trillions of possibilities in it that you don't see, and you're forcing what you want to come to you in the only way you can see it coming to you and that's going to cut off trillions and trillions of possibilities that the universe would have brought it to you in, in, in a different fashion in. I hope that makes sense. And that's the, the last step of, uh, of, of the seven steps of manifesting your desires. Um, I'll go over them again just to make sure. So, again, it's having vision or a chief aim, desire, a tremendous desire, belief that it's possible, that you deserve it, um, accepting it and, and knowing that your belief is so, um, intending it, having taking action for it, and allowing it. And those are the seven steps um, that I know of, that I've proved to myself, that I've succeeded with in making my desires come true and that I'm continuing to use in making my future desires to come true. Uh, with that said... Are there any questions maybe from the audience or anyone, uh, including you, Jessica, or, or Ikena, that I can go over and cover with you in the remaining uh, few minutes we have left of the of the show? Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed like, our conversation tonight, and I really think that it, it just makes a ton of sense. You know, Akina and I, a lot of the things that you speak about are things that Akina and I do on a daily basis, and they're yeah. all really topics we've taken our listeners through before. You know, we've done... Um, and I actually call them, you call them goal boards. I call them creation boards because I nice. think it really just comes from a place of power where I know I'm able to create the life of my dreams using creation boards. And, you know, affirmations, I always read to you guys my affirmations that, um, yeah. you know, I have. And I have right now an affirmation right on my um, on my desk. It says, it isn't over until I win. And, you know, it was a little bit of a competitive one for my running this week. But, you know, we're really big on it. And, you know, and Akeen and I actually, a lot of the things we talked about, we actually just put out this product, which we haven't announced yet on our oh, calls, nice. and we've talked about it on our Facebook page. But we just put out this 
planner called I Can Create My Life. It's I Can Create My Life Planner, Designing Your Million Dollar Schedule. And it has all those Perfect. things you've talked about. It has our um, vision boards. We, we call them vision boards in the book. But they have mm-hmm. built-in vision boards for every month. You have affirmations on every single page. And there's a place to set your weekly intentions, a place to set your monthly intentions. And just like you talked about, um, creating, you know, writing and tell, reminding yourself as if your dreams already happened, right. we actually have a place where you can write letters to yourself, um, you know, throughout the, the, the planner, throughout the year, as if your dreams already happened and congratulating yourself for already accomplishing your goals. So I love all the things you said. I think it was fitting to have you on our call this week as we announced our planner, which is really kind of combining the law of attraction and organization to manifest your dreams. So -hmm. thank you so much um, for joining us. Akina, is there anything you wanted to ask Mark? Uh, Yes, Mark. If if someone was touched by what you had to say and want to reach out to you, how would they find Mm -hmm. you? Uh, the best way would be Facebook. Um, just search Mark Musso. I think I'm the only one on Facebook with my name. Um, but that's the easiest way. They can friend me, send me a message, send me a chat message, and I'm more than happy to get back to everyone. Um, I just want to say thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, ladies, again. I greatly appreciate the the opportunity and for and you know for being on your show and for um, being able to help as many people as we can help so that they can be successful and achieve their desires. So thanks, thanks yeah, again, absolutely. you Mark, thank you so much for just sharing so generously, and not only with me and, and being a really someone I could look up to to mentor my, to me you know, in my studies of manifesting my dreams, but just being so open and willing to come onto our call and share with our audience. We're very grateful, and we really appreciate you. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. So for everyone who called in tonight, thank you so much for listening on to our call as always. Um, if you want to hear the replay of this call, we are all over social media. You know, Check us out on our homepage, changingmindsonline.com. We have our app. We're on YouTube. We're on Podomatic. We are on um, – we are all over the place. So, Kina, where, where, what did I forget tonight? Where else are we? <laughs> We're on Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, SoundCloud. And um, and of course we are also on the pin interest and the Instagrams as well. Yes, and iTunes as well. I think we forgot to mention that one. So if you want to uh, hear this call again, if you want to share it with your friends, we feel free to do so. And you can check us out in any one of those areas. Also, um, if you're interested in that planner we talked about, it's on Amazon right now. So have a great night, everyone. Thank you for calling in. God bless. We love you, and we will see you on Thursday on our Empowering Women series. Take care. Thanks again, Mark. Thanks, ladies. Good night, everyone.